Merry Christmas. And Happy New Year. Thanks for being here. And this week, we were all over the place hitting drive throughs and paying it forward or paying it backward, I guess. We also got the final definitive answer to whether or not Jack could have fit on that door with Rose in Titanic. Plus the answer to a maritime mystery on what everyone's Christmas candles in the window decorations actually mean. And if you weren't annoyed with us already, we're singing your, well, we're butchering your favorite Christmas songs. Yeah, keep listening for that. <laughs> Why wouldn't you? <laughs> You're a year. Thank you. A little bit cringe, but funny. Melody and Foreman in the morning on Hot Country 103.5. I wanted to throw something out at you here because uh, there was actually one day a couple weeks ago, you were off, Melody. Yes. Uh, and I got this call from Jason. This is Jason. Wanted to share my favorite Christmas song. Yes, please. <laughs> really, really gets the blood going. It's Christmas in Killarney. Who are you, my mother-in-law? No, man. Does your Anne Murray CD still work, or is it all worn out? No, what I really enjoy, the fact that it's not overplayed like every other Christmas song. When it comes on, it's once in a blue moon. Did you ever wonder, hmm, I wonder wonder why it's not overplayed? (laughs) (laughs) My wife loves when I put it on. Uh, Okay, Jason. Holly green, the ivy green. Yeah, it's all that. Christmas in Kalani with all of the folks at home. So just keep that in mind. That's on that's on our minds at the moment here on December 23rd as the phone is ringing right now again. Oh dear. And our number is 902-425-1035. Uh, what's up Patricia? I just wanted to wish my two most favorite people in the world a Merry Christmas. Oh my gosh. Not just your favorite people on the radio, your favorite people in the world? Damn. What? <laughs> I'll tell you what, it's you guys that make my mornings, I'll tell you that much. Well, you're making our morning, Jeez, Patricia. Yeah. Thank you. You guys are pretty important in my life. I'm on my way to work. Quick question for you, Patricia. Yes? Are you familiar with the song Christmas in Killarney? Of course she is. Yes, I am. Don't ask me to sing it. <laughs> the green, the ivy green, the prettiest picture you've ever seen is Christmas in Killarney. With all of the folks at home. Whose version did stands out the most in your mind? Who's the singer that you know is the singer of that song? You know, I just sing along to all the Christmas music. I really don't oh. know who sings anything. Bing, Bing. The answer is Bing. No, the answer's Anne Murray. Come on. You're in Nova Scotia now, Melody. Oh, we're in, okay, sorry about that. Yeah. No, there is no actual answer. It's no. no, there is, and it's Anne Murray, but no. anyway. But Patricia, do you like that song? I would love to have you play that while I'm driving to work, and I'll sing my way to work. Well, we are doing a poll today. We're going to count your vote as one already, Patricia. We're doing a poll. If people are texting the word yes to 902-425-1035, there's a chance of it to be played. But you can also text the word no to 902-425-1035 to make sure it stays in obscurity off the radio. You can't tell how Foreman feels about the song. Uh, Yeah. A little aggressive with the no word, isn't he? Right. No, no. Remember how much you love us, Patricia? Who's this? It's Andrew. Andrew! It's a call from Andy. But he calls himself Andrew. Hi. I just wanted to wish you folks a very Merry Christmas. From my household to your household, and a happy ho-ho. 
Oh, happy ho ho and everything else to you too. Thank you, Andrew. Thank you for being part of our show all year. Yeah, although I will say it kind of sounded like you're about to start from my house to yours and uh, all the staff and clients of (laughs) Andrew's Septic Services. We have recorded a few of those. Yeah, no, no, not quite, but you know, (laughs) uh, you you guys definitely make the mornings a lot better. You know, after uh, 32 years at work, you know, it tends to get a little grumpy going in, so it's uh, you make a. You make it a happier drive, for sure. We have Aww. turned around 32 dismal years. Wow. <laughs> the power. I they're dismal. I guess I just get more cynical and more cranky as I get older. <laughs> that's, that's, that's my wife's view, and I have to tend to agree with her. <laughs> Do you have a Christmas in Killarney vote? Uh, I'm going to say yes, because uh, oh. unfortunately, Foreman, <laughs> I think just like the, some of the buttons on your keyboard, you're wrong. Oh. Oh. Wrong. <laughs> I had so much faith in you, Andrew. Who's this? It's Andrea. Andrea! It's Andrea who had a farm. Oh, don't forget the pig that lived in the living room. And she is on the phone. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> if I could fall to the floor laughing right now, I would. <laughs> It's wonderful. Thank you. That's the best Christmas gift I, I could get. What else can we do for you today? Um, I'm calling because, Foreman, I'm, I have a question for you. Okay. With your guys' caroling, uh, calling to Carol, are you terrified that everybody's just going to ask for Christmas in Killarney? Uh, didn't, didn't actually consider that might be a possibility. <laughs> but oh, now I am. Oh, oh and uh, what other ones do you dislike? Uh, the Snoopy Christmas oh. song. Um, and oh, I'm just trying to think of all the ones you don't like, and people are going to call in and make you, specifically you, yep. sing them. Oh, uh, we're running really. Uh, we're running out of time, Andrew. We're gonna have to go here. <laughs> And that's the gift, the only gift that I want this Christmas. <laughs> All right. Well, you guys have yourself a Merry Christmas. And I, I understand that you might not be able to make it to your uh, destinations you were hoping to get to. We'll see. So <laughs> we'll I'm see. wishing you um, lots of luck and like a Christmas miracle. Thank you, Andrea. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. And I think we all need one more rendition of everyone's <laughs> favorite new song. Which is Exactly how the song always <laughs> sounded from Pete's Dragon. Yes. You've misremembered it if you thought it was anything different. Mandela effect, right? Yeah. Yeah. But we both lived in multiple provinces and have just noticed that here especially, there are so many Christmas candle window decorations. Like either one candle in the window or multiple candles in the window. Yeah. Where my daughter Harley's nine, she thought it was a menorah for Hanukkah. Which I was trying to, well, no, trying to explain that have to be eight candles. There's a very specific style. Mm -hmm. You're only doing one at a time. We're in the middle of it right now. So it's not that when it's like 
maybe five candles I've seen which come to a peak and yeah. then go back down in I've seen every a lot window. Of a single candle in each, you know, if they have a whole bunch of little windows in the front, a single one in each one. My wife Ashley swears she saw it on a Nova Scotia Facebook group. And I search for it and I can't find it. But she swears that people are so committed to this decoration that when you're building a new house and you're making your own designs, you make sure there's an outlet at every window so you can plug in your candle oh, decoration. come on now. What does it mean? <laughs> Tracy? Hello. I just wanted to chime in about the candles in the wind. The in candles window. in the window? <laughs> and it seems to me you lived your life like a candle in the window. <laughs> All right, go ahead. Yes. Sorry. <laughs> No, I've heard as many versions um, as possible, but uh, it was a safe haven. It was a welcome home at Christmas. Um, everything's forgiven, or uh, if it was just a welcome uh, for missing loved ones to come home and oh, begin again. Literally, that's probably what that song... Well, no, the song's about Candle in the Wind. Never mind. <laughs> we, made, to do with the we song. made it be about windows. <laughs> um, I love that. Yeah. It's it something because that seems familiar now. Is it something about uh, fishermen coming home, where Correct, they yeah. they're welcome home? They can see where the house is <gasps> in, in the, the dark fog. in the fog. Exactly. Yep. And I love the part about all is forgiven. What what did they do? <laughs> I don't know. Tracy said all is forgiven, so oh. don't matter. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Well, again, back back in the day, if. Uh, Somebody was gone for too long or mm. didn't know if they were back, you know, welcome back. The light was on and uh, then it became anybody uh, roaming around that needed a safe haven. Uh, their lights were on and uh, mm. you could come in and be safe. I like that. So anyone can be safe. And for the fishermen returning, what happened overseas stays overseas. <laughs> It's basically what we're saying. I'm not that's all, that's what we're saying, right? It's all it's all good. You okay. know, it's all good. It's all good. And currently anyone wandering around that sees a house with candles in the window, just <laughs> help yourself. There you go. I wonder if perhaps it's you saying, Yeah, sure, we decorated for Christmas this year. It's but, a decoration. But you didn't actually have to go outside, string any lights, or get on any ladders. Which is there's nothing wrong with that. No one's judging you for your decoration. Nope. Well, Foreman's judging you for everything. He's judging yep. you for breathing, but that's just Foreman. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> Why else? I can't agree with everything, guys. God. So what do they mean to you, Johanna? Growing up, my grandmother always did this, and she had a very big house. So, like, she probably had eight front windows on her house, and they, oh, like, each one had candles in it. Wow. And I asked her, I was like, once I got older, I was, like, curious, and I'm like, like, what is this for? And she's like, basically, it's in commemorations of those who can't come home for Christmas. Oh. But feel also, like... as a safe haven for those who can't necessarily go home to their own house for Christmas, but your door's open. Uh, okay. But is it meant to be taken literally or just figuratively? <laughs> um, <laughs> probably more so figuratively now. Yes, okay. But like, you guys started talking about this this morning and it made me emotional because we lost her in September. Oh, oh no. Well, wow. I'm glad that our tomfoolery could, you know, <laughs> give you some nice memories too. Yeah. Yeah. Lisa, what's going on? Hey, I just wanted to say thanks for clearing up the candle thing. I had these ugly plastic candles 
in the windows, and I never knew why I put them there. I just did them for decoration, but thanks for that. (laughs) So you put them up but never knew why. Exactly, and I think we used to do it as kids at my parents' place, but I'm not, I can't remember that back that far. I bought these ugly plastic things that would never fit on the ledge of the window. <laughs> they would just keep falling. So I threw them in a corner, and they've been there probably the last 10 years. <laughs> so, no, nobody's going to find my place in the winter. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how you like it, damn it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no, safe, no safe haven there for stragglers. <laughs> Love your show, guys. Thank you so much, Lisa. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to you. Andrea! You guys are talking about the candles in the windows. Yes! I, too, have always been very curious about them, so I'm very glad you guys are getting to the bottom of this. Oh, well, that's what we do on this show. We get to the bottom of things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I have to say, living in Windsor, I wondered even more because I feel like every single house in Windsor has them in their window. Yeah. Except for us, because it didn't fit on our windowsills. Right. <laughs> you and have to have a, you have to, well, no, you just have to have a window, let's be honest. You also have to be very welcoming. Yeah, well, yes, apparently. <laughs> I grew up in a very welcoming house, so yes, everybody mm-hmm. is always welcome at our place. Doesn't show. <laughs> because we don't have the candles in the windows, if, I know. If only there was a way to signal to the rest of us how welcoming you were. <laughs> We, on Friday morning, uh, were out paying it forward at some drive throughs and we hit up uh, the Tim Hortons in Porter's Lake, because we talk to them on the radio all the time here. All the time we call them, and, and, and Brittany, who we talked to a number of times, said that it was so exciting, because the girls came back and they're like, the radio station's here for you, and she said, oh, they normally call me, <laughs> but we were there. We saw her smiling face, and it was so worth it. It was. Does holding a microphone while driving count? Does distracted driving? Probably, yes. Let's just not get caught. I we aren't holding microphones <laughs> in our hands. You have the credit I do have the company okay. credit card. Woohoo! Oh, what can I get for you? Hey, can we get a bottle of water and a medium black coffee, please? Okay. And then we have a couple of uh, odd requests. We'd like to give you $50. And then uh, leave $50 for anyone ordering behind us so we can pay for however many people that covers. So you want to leave a $50 tip and $50 for the next person? Yes. You sure do. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. All right, you can come on up. Okay. Great. Thank you. I think they're looking at the camera like, who the hell is doing <laughs> that? We are the fourth car in the Porter's Lake Tim Hortons drive through I don't know if that was Sherry that we normally talk to. It was not Sherry. We changed our method of marking those lids, though, so you don't get it on your nose anymore. It was because of you, Sherry. Well, yeah. Wow. Right? I did it for you guys. It might have been Brittany, but I don't. Th- it sounded similar to Brittany, but not quite Brittany. That's my mom. Everyone sounds the same to me. Sorry, guys. Uh, <laughs> I, I feel really sad for these cars ahead of us that don't get to be recipients of our $50 for everyone behind us. Yeah, sorry, uh, white Toyota Corolla SE hatchback with the hot rod stickers. You got to pay for your own. Sorry. And they they look like they got a bunch of groceries in the back. They've already spent a lot of money today. You just wrong wrong place, wrong time. I mean, you can only pay it backwards. You can't literally pay it forward. No, we don't have a time machine. (laughs) (laughs) 
can't pay ahead of it. I could get out of the car and run in front of them and use the company card. Isn't it funny, though, that it's called pay it forward, even though it's paying it backward? We're not high, we promise. <laughs> Unfortunately. <laughs> Unfortunately. <laughs> Hello. Hi. We're just from uh, 103.5, and we thought we'd pay a lot of money for a lot of people today, so. Nice. Yeah. What's your name, Kim? Kim. Yeah. Is Sherry or Brittany around? Brittany. <gasps> Brittany is? We, we know Brittany. Feel bad for everyone behind us, but you're going to get your stuff for free. <laughs> Hi. How are you, Brittany? Good, how are you? Good. Good. Yeah. Well, we bug you guys so much that we wanted to come and... and Figure uh, that you guys would show up. Yeah. Yeah, thank you guys. <laughs> so what we wanted to do, in addition to paying for our order, which was, I think, four seventy, yeah. we want to add $100 more to that so that it's $50 for everyone behind us $50 for you guys to share. Oh, wow. That's yeah. so kind. Oh, my goodness. Thank you, guys. That's so awesome. You're so well, welcome. Thank you. You've been such a good sport. So. Oh, God love you. I know we've had a lot of phone calls. Yeah. <laughs> and you guys never, whenever people do the pay it forward thing for everyone behind us, you guys never get anything. That's where we're like, we, you guys yeah, get Yeah, that's true. Too. But you know what? It puts a smile on our face to let, like, to see everybody else get their orders paid for. Yeah. So it, it, it makes up for it. Well, hopefully it means that the people behind us aren't aren't mad at us. For, uh... I'm sure they'll be okay. Yeah. <laughs> They're mad right now yeah, until they pull second. up here. Exactly, yeah. until they realize what's going on. Thank Good. you guys so Thank much. You. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Yeah, Merry Christmas to you. Yeah. And say Merry Christmas to your mom. I will too. Yeah. Okay. Thanks so much. Thanks. Yay. We did it. Oh, geez. <laughs> All right. Let's park before we drive illegally. We've been inspired this morning as well by the uh, students at the University of Illinois at one particular residence. They do it every year during the finals week where it's 24-7. You call them and you literally dial a carol and they'll sing you any song you want. And they nailed it for us this year. Hark how the bells, sweet silver bells, all seem to say, throw cares away. Christmas is here, sweet cheer, too young and old, meek and the bold, ding dong ding dong, bad at song, with song and ring, all carols, one thing to hear, words of good cheer from the I mean, that's good. That's good to not get thrown off like that. So we are inspired and we would like to do the same for you. Dial a melody and foreman. Yep. This At 902-425-1035. Yeah, exactly. Gosh, that, it's really, that's a lot to hear and talk at the same time. Well, <laughs> hi, you're on Hot Country 103.5. Who's this? Your favorite listener? Well, oh, our favorite true. listener is a loaded question. Yep. Could you be slightly yeah. more specific? specific? <laughs> it's Shelby. Shelby! Shelby, hi! What can we do for you today? Shelby, hi! Hi! How's it going? <laughs> Great! Did you not enjoy that? Come on! Are you not uh, I really did, actually. <laughs> Are you voting for Christmas in Killarney, or would you have a request for us to sing a Christmas carol for you? Do you want to hear Christmas in Killarney before 9 a.m. or not? Um... Absolutely. And you really do want it? You like, you don't, you know, you can say no. I'm encouraging people to say no. No, absolutely not. She I absolutely think you definitely should sing it. No, we're not going to sing it. Okay, well, no, no, no. Now we're just, that's not good. Well, maybe that could happen. Maybe that should be what happens, Foreman. Maybe we turn the tables a little bit. Yeah. We'll see. <laughs> 
I really. Melody, you could always sing I Want a Hippopotamus for Christmas. I want. Well, is that your request? Yes. Yes. Okay. I want a hippopotamus for Christmas. Wow. Only a hippopotamus will do. You sound exactly like that kid. I don't want a dog. No dinky tinker toy. I want a hippopotamus to play with and enjoy. I want a hippopotamus for Christmas. This is not annoying. But I don't think Santa Claus will mind. Do you? That was tricky. Yes. He won't have to use our dirty chimney flue. I don't know what that is. Just bring him through the front door. That's the easy thing to do. That's enough. Is that everything you hoped it would be, Shelby? Absolutely. Oh, good. You're still there. You got this. M is Chris. I live in Chester Basin. I'm originally from Newfoundland. I really think we should sing the Mummer song. Um. Okay. Okay. It's a Newfie Christmas. Okay. Song. Uh, all these notifications of these texts are getting in the way. It's a Newfie Christmas song. Merry Christmas, Melanie and Foreman. You guys are amazing. That's nice. Okay, I've never heard this song, but if it's a if it's a Newfoundland Christmas song, it's going to be delightful. I can't find a karaoke version of it, so all we can do is sing along with the original Newfie singers. Sorry. <laughs> Hark, what's, what's the noise at the fireworks store? Granny tis mummers, there's 20 or more. Her old weather face brightens up with a grin. Any mummers, nice mummers, load in. Come in, lovely mummers, don't bother the snow. We can wipe up the water, sure, after you go. Sit if you can or on some mummers' knee. Let's see if we know who you be. There's big ones and small ones and tall ones and thin. Boys dressed as women and girls dressed as men. Of course, humps on their backs and mitts on their feet. My bliss will die with the heat. Oh, boy. Okay, we're going to stop. We got to stop. Well, that's what happens when we sing a song neither of us know. No. But there you go. You asked for it. You get what you want. You get what you get. And you don't get upset. 902-425-1035 for something you maybe actually have heard of. Yes. It'll be slightly better. Yes. So who's this? Hi, it's Scotty Collin. <gasps> Scotty! It's Scotty. Call from Scotty. He's got a rocking little buddy. We already sang that song. So. Oh, did you? Okay. That was what I was going to say. Yeah. Have you, uh, no, I'm, trying, um, I'm calling late and I, I'm only tuning in late too. Have you done Melikaliki Maka yet? <gasps> oh, gosh. Okay. No, of course we have not. Karaoke version. You get what you get. Well, of course. Melikaliki Maka is the thing to say on a bright Hawaiian Christmas day. That's the island greeting that we send to you from the land where palm trees sway. Here we know that Christmas will be green and bright. The sun to shine by day and all the stars at night. Come on! Melikilikimaka is Hawaii's way to say Merry Christmas to you. Uncle Clark? <laughs> what? Bring on the storm now. I can have Christmas. The tree can fall over. It doesn't matter. You guys have made my... Oh, so, thank well, you. bless your heart, Scotty. <laughs> yes, yes. 
<laughs> and are you voting uh, yes or a no for a Christmas in Killarney? Oh, um, I, I like that song. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a fan. Yes. Uh, damn it. As you should be, <laughs> as everyone should yeah. be, it is truly I, delightful. I'm from an Irish background, you know, so it's it's a thing. Right. But you have so, you know, to like that's it. That's right. But, you know, it's Christmas in Killarney with all the folks at home, so you exactly. can't go wrong. Yep. Coming up. It's been 25 years, and we finally have a definitive answer about how Titanic ended from James Cameron himself. We have since done a, a thorough forensic analysis with a hypothermia expert reproducing the raft from the movie, and we're going to do a little special that comes out in, in February about this, where we took two stunt people that were the exact body mass of Kate and Leo, and we put sensors all over them and inside them, and we put them in ice water, and we tested to see whether they could have survived by this method or that method or that method. The whole thing about him doing this is a weird thing to me, because Mythbusters did this back in 2012, and they determined that there was a there was a chance that Jack could have fit on there under certain circumstances. You're wearing a life jacket. What say, Rose? Spread some of her buoyancy around. Let's put it underneath this thing and get every bit we can out of it. And it's the MacGyver-style tweak that really puts the nail in this myth's coffin. The additional buoyancy has made a massive difference. They're no longer floundering around, but sitting pretty. In fact, so pretty that Rose is ready to nap her way to the 63-minute rescue. <laughs> uh, yeah. So James Cameron says to all that... Not a chance, Mythbusters. Yes, you're uh, underwater tying on this life jacket underneath the door in freezing water. Hypothermia setting in in your brain. That's going to take like five to ten minutes. So by the time you come back up, you're already dead. That's a direct quote from James Cameron. Wow. Yes, and everyone's talking to James because the new Avatar movie is out now. So Mm -hmm. clearly we don't want to learn about Avatar. We want to know about Titanic. Kate Winslet herself, for the record, thinks... Yeah, there was room at the door. I think he could have actually fitted on there that bit of There was plenty of room I on know. the left. I know. But this study, which will be on the National Geographic channel in February, because they're re-releasing Titanic to theaters mm-hmm. in February for Valentine's Day, it has already been done, and it does already have an answer. Spoiler alert now. And the answer was there was no way they could both survive. Only one could survive. So that's it. That's it. In no reality could those two crazy kids have made it. No. Jack. Oh, jeez. Jack. Oh, boy. Doesn't matter, Rose. There's a boat, Jack. Yeah. Boat's not coming for him, Rose. Aww. <laughs> but as we're talking about this, we've got this hex now. <laughs> For someone who none of this makes any sense for. No. And it's Ava. How old are you? 18. And what giant movie that everyone's seen have you not seen? Titanic. What? Foreman is shocked. I am not. Why would an 18-year-old have seen Titanic, Foreman? It came out 25 years ago. I've seen movies that are before my time. Of course, but it's not that shocking. Like, Ava, have you seen Braveheart? I've never even heard of that. See? Because she's 18. Ava, have you seen The Notebook? 
Yes, I have watched that. My mother forced me to watch that. Of course, because that came out 18 years ago, and your mother would have watched it at the same time that we did in her early 20s and fallen in love with it. Oh, man. Yes. But, but probably your mother was in the theater watching Titanic when she was 14, 15 years old. I feel very old right now talking to you, by the way. Yeah. Probably. <laughs> now, are we in the category of, oh, your mom's Wait a movies? Minute. We That's can't us. Have, we're not old enough to have been your mom. No. If I had you when I was 21. Oh, son of a b- <laughs> Son yeah. of a beasting. Well, I regret this phone call. Yeah, my mom says the same thing. <laughs> Glad to know that in spite of all of this, we still resonate with the youths. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta catch up on euphoria tonight. Don't. It's not worth it. Oh, oh okay. Thank okay, you. never good mind. Thank you. Opinion. That's a good hot tip. <laughs> California man shot trying to steal senior citizen's goat on dune buggy. There's so much to that headline. I don't even know where to, what to, ah. We don't even have to make it up. We're Melody Informant of the Morning on Hot Country 103.5. And it is just one of many headlines in the news that we can't make up, but we can round up. Like we do every Friday, it also includes Pleasant Street Ultramar robbed of cash and smokes by man with axe. Oh, wow. He went away. He was on his way to cut down a tree. Exactly. Intoxicated Ontario man arrested after attempting to fight tree. Ah, was it Woody? Because <laughs> I don't blame him. The Ontario version of Woody? <laughs> Utah man steals cleaning supplies and then immediately cleans store's restroom. Which originally I thought was a really nice gesture, but now I think was maybe covering up a little something. What did he do in there? Yeah, you don't want to know. Four-year-old Australian girl trapped in claw machine trying to steal teddy bears. Oh, that's what you get. <laughs> Oklahoma man robs Starbucks after his wife denied one dollar refund. You won't give me a dollar, I'm taking it all. I'm taking everything. <laughs> Australians suffer hallucinations <laughs> after eating baby spinach. Oh, uh, which which brand? That wasn't spinach, guys. Where can we get that? Uh, Was it on sale? <laughs> Is it on sale now? <laughs> Alleged killer caught hanging from high rise by underpants. Like, is this Looney Tunes episode? And <laughs> <laughs> hey, now on to some Christmas specific headlines. Like it actually happened, squirrel hides out in North Carolina family's Christmas tree. Finally! <laughs> <laughs> Restaurant owner forgives drunken thief who stole her Santa. Aw, tis the season. Yeah, Kentucky woman won $175,000 from scratch-off tickets during an office gift exchange. All I got was chocolates. <laughs> Shouldn't have given away the scratch-off tickets. Nope. Alberta couple's house filled with 133 decorated trees. What? Like, that's a forest. To raise money for local animal shelter. Okay, well, are all the animals living in those trees in their house? Oh, in North Carolina they are. <laughs> a few more headlines of the week that we can't uh, make up, but we can round up left, like Cleveland Homes' baby Jesus stolen from nativity scene, replaced with Halloween tombstone. That's not funny, Foreman. That's not funny, Foreman. It's very funny. Heathen. Company Christmas party ends with the Grinch beating up Rudolph. Oh, no, no. Georgia woman's mom exposes her cheating ex in family Christmas card. Oh. 
It's in the newsletter that goes out every year. (laughs) (laughs) And the final headline of the year that we can't make up, but we can round up. Neighbor calls 911 to report Cousin Eddie standing naked outside. (laughs) (laughs) And we have the audio. Had a male standing outside. He is naked. He has a robe covering part of his body he is exposing himself and he has a hose between his legs. That's real. When reached for comment, the suspect said, (laughs) (laughs) Well, if you're in a drive-thru, say, uh, oh, Friday morning and happen to see the Hawk Entry 103.5 vehicle running around, Mm. hopefully you were right behind us. Starbucks, Laso Drive. Busiest Starbucks in Atlanta, Canada. Remember? No, I don't remember. Oh, okay. Is that a fact? Is that Are these words that we said on our own show? I know. Now, you've called the busiest store in Atlanta, Canada, so we're not uh, we're not the ones to ask about how much we can keep in stock. <laughs> wow. Well, I'm sure they appreciate what's about to happen then. They better. There's a long <laughs> line, and at Starbucks... One, two, three, four, five cars ahead of us. That's going to take a while. Who's in front? Um, Red Mazda 3 is in front of us. Taylor's version. A Ford something behind us. And a Grand Wagoner ahead of that. I don't think I've ever seen that. What is that? A Jeep Grand Wagoner? Looks like a white hearse. Kind of looks big enough to have, have a body. Have that in the back, yeah. No, maybe they do. We should show it on the video. That's a very odd shaped car. I just said car. Car. We're talking about the car. Outside. Getting the oat milk outside. It's really fun to talk like you're from here. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, how are you today? Hi, pretty good. How are you? I'm walking for asking. What can I get you? We have one order, which is... Egg white bites, please. We'd also uh, like to give you uh, $50 uh, as a tip for the staff working there today. And we would like to give $50 for anyone coming up behind us. Oh my God, thank you. That's so sweet. Oh. What a lovely little gift for us. Thank you. You're so welcome. It's from the sweet kids who talk in the morning show on Hawk Country 103.5. Okay, all right. Well, let them know. We'll let them know. And then they can all listen to Country 105 right after they get their drinks. 1035, but yes. And feel bad for this red Mazda 3 that says Taylor's version, actually, on it. Oh, do you think it's a Taylor Swift reference? Oh, that is. That's funny. They They might actually know who we are. And they're looking at us talking into handheld microphones in the car behind them. And we're not paying for her. And she's really left it. We really are sorry. If you have a Red Mazda 3 or know who drives a Red Mazda 3 that says Taylor's version on it with your own stick-on print writing, we're sorry. We owe you a coffee. We owe you a a chilled red-looking drink. Listen, if you call us, we'll give you some crappy fries. Hi, how are you? Hi, my name is Amir. And what can I get for you today? We're giving you guys a $50 tip. Thank you so much. And paying f- lot to me. Us. I mean, <laughs> yeah. No, no, you can take it all for yourself. You can, we won't tell anybody. Thank you so much. And then we also want to add $50 to, for uh, the people behind us. It's such a sweet gesture because I have been like at this window since morning. And in the morning we had like people paying for people coming up. Oh, wow. So, I would, so no one no one was paying for their order. People were always paying for the upcoming person. Oh, that's nice. It's a gesture that counts, right? Yeah. Oh, card not accepted or removed too soon. It doesn't go to 
No. I'm making it take longer. Foreign. Approved. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, you too. Yay! Woo! I got egg bites. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, everybody. can't help that this is what's in the headlines this morning. It's tragic, but it's true. Melody Informant. The internet is a breeding ground for freaks. Hot Country 103.5. This is Tragically Trending. What Christmas song consistently makes it to the top of the most hated lists every Christmas? Uh. <laughs> but in spite of that, Mariah Carey's All I Want for Christmas Is You is at the number one spot on the Billboard Hot 100. Of course it is. As it is every year. It's the 10th week at number one, which actually makes Mariah the only woman to ever have three songs spend at least 10 weeks at the top. Oh, like those three songs have each spent 10 weeks. Well, she's got We Belong Together. Okay. And it was number one for 14 weeks. And One Sweet Day was number one for 16 weeks. Don't remember that song. How does that go? One sweet day. <laughs> it's ask me in 1995. <laughs> Anywho, this just seems like an appropriate time to remind everyone that Mariah Carey makes 2.5 to 3 million every single year. Come on. We play All I Want for Christmas is You. Yep, every single year since 1994, which means she's made around $80 million just from royalties. For one song. For 15 minutes. What? It only took her 15 minutes to make took that? 15 minutes to compose that song 30 years ago. That's, like I said, the most lucrative 15 minutes in history. What are we doing with our lives? All the wrong things, I'll tell you that. <laughs> Speaking of doing the wrong things, Elon Musk was not prepared for all the work that it was going to take to bring Twitter back from the brink of death. I've so, noticed. Yeah, he has some regrets. <laughs> On Sunday, he put up a poll asking Twitter users, should I step down as the head of Twitter? I will abide by the results of this poll. I voted. I voted too. Did you do your uh, Did you do your part as a citizen of the world? Well, by Monday, over 17 million people did their part, <laughs> and there was a 57.5% who gave a resounding yes. You should step down. Get out. But he's kind of changing his whole Vox Populi word of the people is a word of God tune to now thinking the problem with the poll wasn't necessarily him. Nope, no, 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 but the people who got to vote in it. Oh, come on now. Yep, 12 hours after the poll ended, he suggested he was going to change how polling works on Twitter so that only the people who pay for Twitter subscription get to vote on those kinds of things. What a, that's just, what a surprise. Yep, your opinion only matters if you coughed up the cash for Twitter Blue. (laughs) But last night, he did say he does plan to resign as the CEO CEO as soon as he finds someone foolish enough to take the job. <laughs> and Snoop Dogg has now entered the chat. What? He posted his own Twitter poll asking if he should run Twitter. Over 30 million people responded and 81% felt he should. Yeah. Yes, I am fully in support of this. So it shall henceforth be known as Twizzle. And the subscription will change from blue to blue haze. And hopefully his leadership will be just as long-lasting, potent, and delicious, man. Ooh, yeah! Your opinion, always welcome. It may not be right. But it's welcome. Get Melody Informant at 902-425-1035. Hot Country 103.5. 
We have Nova Scotia's only matchmaker here, our dating and relationship expert, Geneva Dickey from the Book of Love Canada, because we're dealing with this guy who did and admits that he did cheat on his girlfriend, Mm -hmm. but she does owe him $1,000, and can he have it back? It's a quarter after eight. And Geneva is our date. And we need you now. We're knocking on your door. Let us in, cause it's time for Dear Geneva now. Dear Geneva, I'm emailing you because a few weeks ago I cheated on my girlfriend of two years. And though I regret it, we were not doing well and needed to break up anyway. My ex-girlfriend now is very angry, and rightfully so. But she does owe me about $1,000, which I lent to her to get out of credit card debt. Now she told me she's not going to pay me back and that my cheating cost me (laughs) $1,000. When I asked my sister if I should pursue the money, she said, no, you were wrong, so you lose the money. Is this right? Am I wrong that I can't go after her for $1,000? Oh dear. Oh dear. Oh dear. Oh, this is dear. a messy one. See how he just breezed past the fact that he cheated no, know, and he's like, oh, but like, no, I'm the victim. Right. I'm the victim here. Up anyway. She owes me money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, bud. I know what I did was wrong, but we were going to break up anyway. So. It's... Then break up before. Break up before. Yeah. What are we talking about? <laughs> it seems easy for us all to collectively immediately come to that conclusion. But if I could say, had he already decided he wanted to break up with her and already broke the news to her, hey, what, how long have they been dating? What did he two say? Two years. Two years. So two years. if he's yeah. going to tell her he wants to break up, no matter what, she's going to be angry and upset with him. Of course. So yeah. had he done it the proper way, yet she still owed him the $1,000 and then he still wanted the $1,000, would he not still be in the same situation of... She's angry and doesn't want to give it back. So cheating aside, I guess we could just put the cheating aside. For just a second. For just a second. Because it's so obvious that, yeah, you cheated, so you pay up. That's how much it costs. Now she owes you money. I I am a personal believer that if you lend someone money, A, you're asking for trouble in the first place because Mm -hmm. that is just a, that is this situation waiting to happen. Mm -hmm. Um, And B, if you then did that, then you need to assume and expect that there is a possibility you are not ever going to see that money back. In yes, yeah. you just expect to not no, get paid back. No, assume there is a possibility. Don't expect, but assume there's a possibility. There's a chance you're never going to get it back, and your friendship is over, your relationship is over, your whatever is over. Don't lend people money. <laughs> Yeah, and I'm going to go into money lending advice right now rather than dating advice. But like, okay, so when someone, whether it's a friend, a partner, a family member is asking you for money, I want you to make sure that if you're giving that money, you do not need it enough to expect it back. So whenever I give money, yes, they think it's a loan, but I'm thinking of it as more I'm giving this person I care about money and I have no expectations of giving, getting it back. Sometimes it does come back. Sometimes it doesn't. Um, yeah. So it he really messed up on both fronts. Then. Yeah. I like it could take years. Obviously, if she's in this financial situation, she's probably not out of it enough to just have a thousand dollars on hand. Here you no, go. If it was for credit card debt. Yeah. Yeah, mm. exactly. Yeah. yeah. So it's like you just you can't expect to have it right back. No. 
Maybe someday no. when she's over it, she'll be able to give it back. But you know what? She may not ever. And there you go. You're... She's not going, especially now that you've cheated. I mean, and it's like no. Sam has uh, texted us. And please text call if you have uh, one away in or have been there in your own life. 902-425-1035. Sam says, be grateful it's all she took. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, hard and fast, hot country listeners mm-hmm. are very much against cheating. We have we have discovered. Well, of course. Tammy, Obviously. Tammy says... What kind of a something hole are you to even be able to look her in the eyes and ask for it? It sounds like you have no shame. Well, yeah. That's why he's asking us to maybe (laughs) ask her. And trying to justify his cheating as he asks us. We were going to break up anyway. (laughs) I know, just breeze right past that. And also, two years into a partnership, are we loaning money or are we like combining money? And getting rid of debt together. Like, Good what point. does that look like? Good point. Yeah, that, like, that well, is... It's two years in. Like, you know, isn't it a partnership at that point? Mm. Yeah, I think it is. What do you think, Lisa? Definitely pay back the money, but not on his terms. Yep. When you can, it's not up to him. It's up to you. For paying your due and to feel cathartic, throw a penny at him every day. Oh. <laughs> Literally throw a penny at him? Oh, hell Yeah. <laughs> Oh my god, I love it. Or his belongings. <laughs> yeah. It will remind him every day of what a crappy person he is. Yeah. <laughs> I have seen something similar like this go down. We had a next door neighbor once who had obviously broken up with his girlfriend, and he obviously thought she was the problem. So. All we saw was the front door open and just clothes and all kinds of stuff flying out the door (laughs) until there's a big pile in the front yard. And then he got out the hose and soaked it all. Oh, Oh. that's better than burning it, I guess. I mean, yeah, you can dry it out and use it later, but. He's like, I'm not going to go that far. (laughs) I wish I knew what happened and I've only speculated about it since. Wow. Can we think about how long it would take to pay him back if you threw a penny at him every day? <laughs> Someone okay. do that math. A thousand times a hundred pennies in a dollar, so it would be a hundred thousand days. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So maybe a dollar a day. Uh, divided by 364. 365. 300, whatever. It's uh, over 270 years. <laughs> 73.97 years. He's there throwing pennies at his grave. Yeah. Uh. Lisa, your logic is perfect. Becky Fraser said, laughing out loud, my ex owes me at least 600 and he straight up told me he's not paying me back. Not anything I can do about it. And it's true. What? You yeah. can't do anything about it. Unless there's something like in writing saying that, you know, it is a loan, whether it's a text message or an email or something like that two people that are in love giving money like you don't have really like a legal leg to stand on um amanda i this is really interesting she texted us she said she should send him an itemized list of everything she's ever spent money on in the relationship and demand that back honestly dude cut your losses and move on (laughs) (laughs) okay so i want to give advice as if i'm talking to her so i want whenever we're doing something whether it's ending a partnership or dating or what have you i always like to fast forward 10 years when you are your fully actualized self now you owe somebody a thousand dollars whether you think you owe it or you don't and whether he cheated whatever i want you to think back on when you have that marriage you have those kids you have the life that you wanted 
how are you feeling about that? Are you still feeling guilty that you didn't pay this guy back? Or are you feeling completely good about it? And I really want you to ask yourself that and behave the way you think you would want to behave in 10 years. That's okay, a that lot of really self-reflection. Yeah, it is. But I, I, there's stuff that I've done when I was younger that I still regret, and I wish that I just fast-forwarded my brain to now so that I could know that and behave properly. Well, For sure. yeah. I mean, that's most of everybody's lives. <laughs> <laughs> that is really good advice. So, like, the ghosting, do you feel bad for ghosting that person? Do you feel bad for not paying back that money? Do you feel bad for cheating on that person? Like, are you still thinking about it? And are you still feeling like poop about yourself? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But petty me will still not use that in the moment to think, I need no. to... Because in this situation, if I'm her, I'm thinking, no, I don't. <laughs> I know I technically owe him that money, but I don't feel bad about not paying it back, and I'm never going to, mm-hmm. and he's not seeing it either. Yep. And honestly, she can't. Let's get real. <laughs> like, if she's borrowing that money, she doesn't have a thousand bucks in her pocket. Let's get real. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Well, call, text 902-425-1035 if you have any experience in this field. And thank you, Jamie, for calling. What did you say your word for this guy was? Really just a d- bag. <laughs> I don't know if I can say that, but the thousand dollars is pain and suffering. To be a man and move on. Yeah, just to have some decency here, guy, mm-hmm. and don't ask for the money. Right. You messed right, up. Exactly. You pay the price. You literally. Up. Exactly. Yeah. Sucks to suck, bud. <laughs> Sucks to suck. <laughs> Lesson of the day. Right? <laughs> right. <laughs> that would hurt my abdomen. <laughs> <laughs> it's like rubbing salt in the wounds here. Have you ever Good lent point. money to anyone other than family? Absolutely. Have you ever gotten a cent of it back? <laughs> Um, usually I have pretty good friends uh, and I'm the type of person that always wants to help somebody if they need it. Mm. So really, if they need it that bad and they can't pay me back, whatever. Okay. Well, that's kind of you. She's your kind. I mean, I'm not going to lend to a total stranger. If I was giving to a total stranger, it would be giving. Uh, But like, we're, we're kind of friends now, right, Jamie? (laughs) (laughs) Foreman has a favor to ask of you. (laughs) (laughs) Tough times and all. that you recently had the company credit card. (laughs) Right. But I didn't abuse it because I'm still here talking to you. (laughs) Very true. Very true. Good job. See, I've already proven I'm responsible with money. Right? I just have a really good investment opportunity for you. Welcome to Halifax Stanfield International Airport. They actually just said, no, Toronto won't accept any more flights connecting out of Halifax, and they won't be taking anybody for at least four or five days. <laughs> ah. Isn't that lovely? Great. Yeah, yeah. So if you're planning to travel this weekend, yes, we are getting our own storm. But ours is just rain and really heavy, high winds. Yes, but everywhere else is high winds and snow and or freezing rain. Even all the way in BC. Toronto is getting snow and freezing rain. You need those airports to get planes to here so you can go somewhere else. Yep. (laughs) Yep. And so far, that ain't happening. Oh, great. It took me 26 hours to get here because of the delays. I was in Toronto for almost 13 hours. We were planning on going to Dominican, and we had a flight to Toronto, but it got canceled, and we've been here since 8.30 last night. We've been waiting for eight hours after our flight got canceled, and we've been on hold with WestJet for about five and a half hours. It was freezing, and we asked for blankets, and they didn't give us any blankets, so 
My sister slept with my towel over her. First it was delayed for two hours, and then it was delayed for eight hours. So by then, my plane home was already gone. Well, this is my second day here, and now we get here, and they printed our tickets to Halifax, and then said, no, we can't. We can't take you anywhere for four to five days. When I emailed them, it said that it's going to take 45 days. Up to 45 what? days for them to get back to me. 45. So oh. basically we're on our own. You're very much on your own. You know, it's not even just the traveling that's got me kind of freaked out right now. Because even if you're staying here, you still in the next couple days are going to want to get your food that you're having on Sunday mm -hmm. and all that kind of stuff. And we're going to have power outages and who knows what else is going to be going on. Yeah, it's bad enough here. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, we're both planning to fly uh, uh, different airlines to different places Christmas on, Day. on Sunday. Yeah. I sure hope this is all cleared up by then. Yep. But I'm also saying good morning to the guy who left from Toronto yesterday in his rented car driving to St. John's, oh, Newfoundland. Oh, dear. Because his flight from Toronto to Newfoundland was canceled. Good luck, bud. <laughs> been having our finger on the pulse of Halifax all morning long. My favorite Christmas song. Really, really gets the blood going. Christmas in Killarney. Do you oh. want us to play it? I'm going to say yes, because Foreman, just like some of the buttons on your keyboard, you're wrong. Um, absolutely. Ugh. Oh, I'm, I, I like that song. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a fan. Oh, okay. All morning long. Uh-huh. You've been able to text yes or no yep. to 902-425-1035 for us to play Christmas in Killarney by Anne Murray. People have spoken. It's a Nova. She's a treasure of the province. She of the country, Canadian treasure. Of the world. Really? She's an international treasure. She is. Should we deny her her most famous Christmas classic? Did you know she's put out like seven Christmas albums, I'm by the way? Surprise! But Has we, she put out any other kind of music? Should we deny you, you listening, the chance to hear one of your most favorite songs that you never, ever will ever again hear on this station? Well, taking 78% of the vote, you want to hear the song. Yes, you do! Christmas miracle. But you know what, Foreman? Mm. Not only do they want to hear the song, don't. they also want to hear you sing the song. Mm -hmm. and yeah, I thought that might happen. <laughs> so I think before we uh, dazzle everyone's ears with Anne Murray, we dazzle, well, we torture everyone with Foreman singing it first. There it is! Jeez whiz, guys. The holly green, the ivory green, the prettiest picture you've ever seen is Christmas in Killarney. Well, all the folks at home, wow. it's nice, you know, to kiss your bow while cuddling under the mistletoe. And Santa Claus, you know, of course, if one of the boys from home, the, really, the door is always open, the neighbor pays a call. <laughs> Father John, before he's gone, will bless the house and all. Hey, how grand it feels to click your heels and join in the fun of the jigs and rails. Blarney, the likes you've never known. It's Christmas and Killarney with all the folks at home. Hey! Wow. <laughs> Merry Christmas! Text 902-425-1035. Write Melody Informant on socials or email Melody Informant at hotcountry1035.ca.